Welcome back to the STG Fitness Podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded, and this is actually our first episode of the new year of 2022. Um, we're coming up on our one year of doing this podcast, so it's been it's crazy to think that that's not too far away from us doing that for a full 52 weeks, but we're back. Um, it's a brand new year, and today's topic, we're going to be talking about setting goals, the importance of them, and uh, do you really need to throughout your life? Um, so before we get into that topic for today, uh, we'll start this off, kind of just updating everybody how everything's going for the, each of us. And uh, yeah, Clark, you want to take it away? Yeah, uh, no complaints, really. Just school and, and lifting and lifting went pretty well last week. Uh, all, all three lifts were solid and classes have been going solid. And after having a little bit of a layoff from lifting for winter break I was a little skeptical on how it would feel but everything's been going well so no complaints awesome that's good to know for me so I know what to program the next week (laughs) um I got nothing that well I would have had I've got some things to complain about just the way our our high school basketball season is going there's been the next three weeks of school is online because COVID stuff, which canceled athletics. And then there's been all weekend just emails back and forth, decisions like good decisions, and then they go back on it and crazy stuff. So right now we are allowed to practice. It has to be outdoors, which (laughs) if you know where I live, (laughs) there's like 10 feet of snow outside everywhere. Yeah, good luck. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Like there's a couple places like behind the schools outdoors where technically the snow is cleared where there's some outdoor basketball courts, but it's at a middle school. So all the hoops are like eight to nine feet. Um, it's on concrete. The free throw line is short. The three point line is short. The overall court is short. Um, we'll, we got to do what we got to do and work around it. All of our games have to be away. Um, the next three weeks is it's kind of it's a little crazy but at least the kids get to keep participating in sports they need it um and i get to keep coaching them because i love doing it but with training training has been really good the past couple of days friday night i hit what was it a 265 clean and jerk pr um i don't know if it counts though because i didn't film it so <laughs> oh and then uh today um which I usually don't train on Sundays, but the past couple of weeks I've had some really solid training days on Sundays and I hit a 285 front squat for four and that's a PR as well. So that, that felt amazing. Um, hopefully this week keeps, keeps climbing. Other than that week is pretty good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Those numbers you've been putting up, that bar has been moving fast too. So I, I definitely think you got some in the tank. I don't know how it feels mentally, but definitely looks like you've got a lot of weight in the tank. Um, but yeah, for me, uh, I got to travel back home for Christmas and then got back down here to Tennessee. And, you know, overall, I'd say this is probably one of the best preps I've had um, just strength wise and just overall fluidity of the entire prep. I mean, granted, I do have a couple more pounds to lose, but, uh, you know, overall, like, I mean, yesterday I had an SBD day and PR'd on my squat, hit a sumo PR, technically unofficial. It wasn't the best form, but 
I got it up and I stuck it. Was it was clean, so clean enough for a meet. Yeah, it was clean enough. So. Sometimes deadlift PRs are are always a little ugly. Yeah. So honestly, everything has just been looking really good. It's been feeling really good. Um, I'm healthy, so I can't really complain too much. And then, you know, prepping for this next drop for STG, just you know, getting a lot of the products in line and the designs. It's we're starting 2022 with a bang. So I'm excited to uh, keep working towards that. And overall, just like everything on social media as well, I mean, has been going really well for me too. So it's just been exciting to continue to expand and, you know, continue to keep my head down working and, you know, just count all the blessings throughout that road. And, and it's just been awesome so far. Awesome. So, so kind of diving into this week's topic, I know this time of the year, it's very common for people to set goals um, or New Year's resolutions with, you know, the new year having begun. But I think a big thing that we, we start to see two to three weeks into January is a lot of people shying away from those goals, not staying committed. And I guess the whole talking point today is going to be talking about the importance of goals and just how important it is to set them and how to set manageable goals. So I don't know how we want to start this thing out. I don't know if one of you wants to talk about just the importance of the goals or if you want me to talk about it, I can. I mean, you could just say one word, our favorite word, and end it. Consistency. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's the key to, to all of it, um, mm-hmm. setting goals and the plans that you have. It, it really does come down to consistency. Um, but obviously to go into more detail, you know, we've talked about these things before, <clears throat> but to anybody that is new listeners and things like that, um, how you make plans um, and making them achievable uh, is a big deal. I think a lot of people, you know, we, we're a fitness channel. So just in talking about fitness, so many people, make these health and fitness goals with their new year's resolutions with, I, I, it's great that you're trying to take care of your health, but unfortunately so many people fail at those goals because they do way too much, way too fast, you know, for, for a week or two, they hit the gym five days a week. They're, they're killing it for the first couple of weeks. Then they're sore all the time. They hate that feeling. Um, they're getting burnt out um, and all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden, six weeks into the year, 100% intensity turns into I go to the gym once or twice a week every other week. And you're not achieving your goals because of burnout and all this other stuff. So I think the way that you go about your plan, it, you have to consider where you're at um, to make those goals with stuff. Um, even somebody recently um, that signed up for one-on-one coaching um, has been pretty inconsistent with training lately, just over the past few months, that kind of once or twice a week, every other week or something. And one of the goals that they had on a questionnaire that I send out was I want to hit the gym five to six days a week. And I had to be straight up honest saying, look, in five to six days a week, I know you've been an athlete before. But in the past few months, this training intensity is way too much. It's going to burn you out and you're not going to achieve the goals that you want because before half of the program is, um, before you've completed half of the program, you're going to quit. 
And then not only have you wasted your money, but you're not going to achieve what you want. So I think that's what people need to understand is make goals that are achievable and you need to have an understanding of where you're at to get to where you want to be. Um, I know I'm focusing on training, but if you are at that point of training two days a week, then be consistent training three, maybe four days a week. And then when you get used to that for a couple months, increase that to five days a week, or just find something that works with your schedule. Just because you're a favorite Instagram influencer, a bodybuilder or powerlifter trains five days a week, doesn't mean you have to. Um, I've been training three to four days a week with fantastic results for the past probably six months. Um, because I put a lot of intensity into those workouts so that other days of the week, I can put more time and effort into other things. Um, but I think that goes for anything that you're trying to do. Don't try to do too much at right off the bat. You're going to, you're going to burn yourself out. Be patient, be patient with where you want to get to. Yeah. I, I think you started this off great. And I, a big thing I want to tell the listeners right now is like, don't be afraid to, you know, test the limits and put yourself into those uncomfortable waters where absolutely where it may seem at sometimes it could be unachievable, but at the same time, go in it with an attack plan. I think the biggest thing I see and like even what's happened to me personally is I want to hit a ginormous number. I want to get somewhere that would put me in an uncomfortable situation or like it, it, it tests the limits. I'll say that it tests the limits, but the best way to go about it is breaking it down into small, small victories that you can achieve while achieving this big goal. You know, we, we've talked about it in previous podcasts, you know, being athletes in our past as well, you know, in order to win games, in order to have a successful season, in order to be successful as an athlete, you have to do the little things right to achieve the big things. Like those small wins eventually add up to those big wins. Um, and I think the same goes for the goals as well. I mean, it's so easy to get, get discouraged. I mean, shoot, I've been chasing a 500 squat probably for the past two years. And I think the biggest thing that's kept me motivated and has not burnt me out is those small PRs that I continue to hit each month or like each meet that comes around because I know I'm on my path to hit that 500 pound squat. And I think that's just a big thing is like, it may seem uncomfortable and it's, it may seem like an overarching goal is far out of reach, but if you start to focus on those small victories, that's what's going to add to the big wins. Yeah. The, the small details will bring out big results. Yeah. Clark, have you had any successes with goal setting lately or just any advice that you'd like to add on top of that? Yeah. Yeah. I've had some success. A lot of it is, um, I know in like PT school, we learn about smart goals. So, um, kind of, it's just a way to break it down where, you know, um, just making sure your goals are measurable, they're attainable, they're realistic. You can, you have a timestamp on how long you're going to get the goals done in, I guess. And, like how sustain, sustainable that they can be and just kind of making sure you have those parameters on your goal. Cause you know, everyone can say, Oh man, like I want to get stronger. Like, cool. That's a great goal. And that's a great thing to have in mind, but that's very subjective. That that's where the, the S is there. They have to be subjective goals, not objective. You know, when we're saying I want to get stronger, that's cool, but we got to put a number, you know, like, 
I want to bench press 200 pounds. Okay. There you go. Now you've got a goal that actually makes sense. Then they have to be measurable. Okay. I want to get 200 pounds. That's something that's measurable because you can see how much weight you're putting on the bar. Is that attainable? If you're bench pressing just the bar right now, 200 might be attainable, but that's going to be a while. And then realistic and kind of ties into that. And then timely, you know, like if you just say, I want to bench press 200 pounds, is that now, is that a month from now? Is that two months from now? Is that a year from now? So making sure that you kind of just fit a goal into that, you know, like a good goal would be, I want to bench press 200 pounds on in three weeks for one rep. That'd be a good goal. Um, if you're bench pressing 185 and you're close, that's a good goal. That's something that you can maybe do, you know, maybe a little bit of a reach, but, um, that's kind of what I do when I set goals and I have had a lot of success doing that and kind of just tying it in with what Grant said of, you know, you don't have to just have goals for a year from now or two years from now, you can make a goal from a year from now. So for example, like me, I want to get to, um, I don't know, 315 on squat, you know, maybe I can set a goal for that in the next year and then in six months, get up to 285 and then see if I can get there. Um, I think those are just good ways to set goals. Um, but the only other piece of advice I have, like Rome wasn't built in one night. Like that's a big saying that everyone says. And the same thing with your goals. A lot of people want to just, like Jesse said, jump right into a program because they haven't done a program in a while. And they see all these new year's motivation things that people are posting and they want to just do five, six days a week. And you think that if you're only going to do two or three days a week, that's not good. But in reality, that's how you should do it. If you're not lifting at all, you should go to two to three days to start and then get up to five and six. And like, don't be ashamed or embarrassed or think that you're not going to get results because that's definitely not the case. You will get results and there's nothing to be ashamed about it because you're working up the proper way. Um, so that's really all I have to say about that topic. Yeah. Being, being patient um, just in the start is a really big deal. And having those measurable goals, like Clark said, I mean, you could kind of start either way on the spectrum where maybe you start with, I guess I would recommend, you know, it's still the beginning of the year. We're not quite halfway through January even. So you could make a goal for next December. What's a big goal that you want to hit in December? Okay. That's about 12 months away. What's a goal that you want to hit by October? What's a goal that you want to hit by May or June? What's a goal that you want to hit in March? And those goals kind of still get smaller, but those smaller goals that are all of the fine details are going to help you get to that big one. Um, and I would say more importantly, focus on the little goals rather than the big one, because if you get too distracted by the big goal, the little ones are going to get put in, put in your back pocket and you're going to kind of forget about it. Um, if you have a goal that you want to bench 200 pounds within the year, but you haven't been hitting the gym in the past few months, then maybe your first goal needs to be, I want to hit the gym in the next 60 days. I want to hit the gym 45 out of the next 60 days, or I want to hit the gym. My goal is two to three days per week and be consistent with that for the next three weeks. You know, maybe you don't even have to have a specific training number or goal where you want to hit a certain number in the gym, but it's the consistency of walking in that door of the gym and getting something done. Um, maybe a day your body is really sore. You're mentally, emotionally exhausted. You're stressed out. 
if you have to kind of dump whatever the workout you had planned was, and you just need to walk in the gym, do some stretching and get on the treadmill. That is a huge step for a lot of people just walking in the door and doing something. Um, and that might be as little as hopping on a treadmill or a bike for 20 minutes. Um, that, that could be a really big deal for somebody. So, um, don't, I guess along with that, what I want to say is don't compare your goals to somebody else's because you're different people. And if somebody does share your goals with them, be supportive, be supportive, um, um, be proud of their efforts to do something that they want to do. Don't, um, body shame or guilt shame or, or make other people feel bad for the goals that they want to set, want to set. If somebody who is maybe extremely overweight and out of shape, um, and they want to improve the health of their life, getting on the treadmill for 10 minutes is going to be a big deal for them. If they haven't been in a weight room or a gym in years, that's a big deal. Get outside and walk. Um, doing the little things is going to get you there. I don't want to necessarily go too much into detail of talking about a whole program. Um, but just people need to understand the importance of just getting started, start small and work your way to bigger steps. Absolutely. And I think that whole factor of having like an accountability partner or to have a supportive group of people or one person to, you know, hold you accountable or to have someone to share those goals with um, really establishes kind of a standard you set for yourself or for the group that you're in. I mean, I know with numerous teams that I've played on, like that would be a typical like beginning of the season type of deal. We talked about our goals as a team, our goals individually as players. And, you know, even with us at STG, I mean, we had a very long meeting last Sunday, you know, talking about the benchmarks that we want to hit for this upcoming year, the things we want to do and to continue to push the growth of STG and continue to push the, the impact that we're able to have on the fitness industry. And again, we talked a lot about fitness tonight, but this goes for any aspect of your life, whether that's growing in your faith, you know, growing in your career, growing in the gym, growing as a business, like all of this applies to just about anything we could, anything in life. And I think, you know, I've, t- I've talked about this numerous times in podcasts before, and it's just, you know, if you have those people that are there to support you, to continue to push you to be better, like, I, I highly recommend and urge you to, you know, share your goals with other people and have them support you and hold you accountable throughout that time. Yeah, yeah. I just want to add one other thing real quick, too, because I heard, I heard Grant say, like, oh, at the beginning of the year or the beginning of the school year for sports or school or whatever – like coaches and teachers have you write down your goals. So I think the reason why I'm bringing this up is because there's something about that, that I really don't like, you know, I like how they have you set goals and I agree with that whole thing, but usually how those things work is you write your goals and then you send them to your coach and they keep them in their office or you give them to your teacher and then they keep them. And then at the end of the season, you don't get them back. And you also don't really get to see them throughout the year. And unless you like go into their office and ask, which Let's be honest, no one does that. So if you set any type of goal and you really want that goal to be achieved, like take a picture of it or write it down a second time or something so you can keep track of your goal and like keep progress. You know, if you don't hold yourself accountable and look at how much you've achieved, then there's no point in it. You know, we're not blindly setting goals and then just hoping, oh yeah, I did end up achieving that. You know, like the goal should be important enough to you that you're going to remember it and be 
it, it, be, it is the reason why you wake up every day, you know? So if that's not, if it's not a reason to wake up every day, then there's really no point in setting the goal. In my opinion, it should be something that drives you and it should be something that you really want to do and what um, is important to you. And you should be looking at it every day. You know, I have a set of like four or five goals that I want to achieve that it's like, like you, I could get them tattooed to my body, but it would be dumb because I know, I, I just know them by memory right now because that's how important they are to me. Um, so I, I think that's how, a goal should be. Um, I know I'm getting redundant, but like, if, if the goal isn't something that like, I can't like say it enough, if it's not something that gets you out of bed every day, then you should look elsewhere and look into something else to see if you have more of a passion or if maybe that goal isn't hard enough. Um, cause that's, that's kind of how I feel about that whole thing. And I never liked it when coaches would have a set goals and, Oh, you have to have four, or you have to have five. No, you should only, if you only have one goal that you want to achieve and it's that important to you, that's all you should have. You shouldn't need to have two or three extra ones that you don't care about just to add to a list. And, you know, at the same time too, like me getting off into a side thing here is my goals. I like, obviously like Grant and Jesse and my parents, like they know a little bit about my goals, but I have a lot of goals that I like to keep to myself because a lot of times if you tell someone their goals, either they steal your goal or they tell you you can't, or they like kind of harass you about it or whatever. I'm not saying my friends are going to do that and everything, but you never know when someone's going to discount your goal or someone's going to think you're crazy or weird. And again, not that we're caring what people think, but a lot of times it's good to just keep them to yourself. Um, so I, 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 think the other thing too is having to have to submit something to the coach is just something that I didn't like you know I'm not saying don't participate in activity but be careful uh, when you do those things you know don't think you have to put six goals in and don't think that you have to like do something just to please someone else you know make it a goal you want to do and one you want to achieve and keep track of it so that's the end of the rant on that I've, I've never liked those activities <laughs> yeah those I mean I relate directly to those activities because I am a coach to high schoolers. Um, so even at the beginning of my football season, I did have them write goals and I told them you can write as many as you want. I don't care, but you do have to have three in terms of, I want you to have an academic goal, a team football goal, and then a personal goal. It can be school. It can be football. It can be outside of something. I don't care, but those are the three that I want at the bare minimum, just to have a variety. Um, and I told the kids um, what I what I did because I knew what would happen um, is I brought a bunch of three by five cards um, when I had everybody turn them in because I wanted them to copy it down again so that they could keep one. I would have the other, and they would keep the other one, and I would tell them. You know, if you want to take a picture of it or you want to stick it in your mirror in your bathroom or in your room somewhere that you're going to see it every single day um, and you're going to see those three goals. If you want to put it on a piece of paper and you've got 20 goals, great. I might tell you 20 goals is a lot. <laughs> um, I'm going to be, you know, completely honest that that's a lot of goals. But um, by having a variety on it and encouraging kids to actually think about what is truly important to them having a real discussion about it, not just, okay, here's a three by five card, write three goals. It's like, I want you to think about what is important to you. I want you to have a true understanding of where you're at and where you would like to be. Um, and if there's something that 
maybe you don't want to discuss in front of people or anything like that. Or if it's something, you know, I, I gave even a couple kids the option to write down a personal goal, but not go into any details about it. Just saying, you know, I have a personal goal that I had one kid write down that he had a personal goal that he wanted to achieve, but he didn't want to share it with anybody because he wanted to push himself and rely on himself to do it. And I respected that a lot and, and he achieved it um, by the end of the football season, um, which was pretty awesome. So I do think there is a, a purpose to um, sometimes keeping certain goals to yourself or at the, you know, maybe you don't share it to the world. You don't post it on social media, but within your really tight inner circle, um, or in my case, I would say the three of us, there might be certain goals that I share, but I'm not going to share it to anybody else. Um, and, and you share it with a circle that you know is going to encourage you and push you to your limits and keep you accountable. Keeping yourself accountable is a huge deal. And like Clark said, having something that is measurable and something that you can track or making sure that you track your progress is really important. Um, whether that's in a planner, a composition notebook, you have a journal that you write in, um, you have a fitness log that maybe you write in your body weight, um, whatever your progress may be. Um, you write the weights that you're lifting each week um, or sitting down with somebody that you trust that has been in a very similar situation as you. I think that can be a big help is reaching out to one or two people um, that have been in a similar situation or somebody that you really trust and you tell them about your goal. Maybe you tell them about your plan. You're like, I want you to be honest with me. I want you to help me stay accountable. Um, whatever that kind of um, relationship that you have, whether it is a, a boyfriend or girlfriend or your, your really best friends as you help keep each other accountable. Don't let each other slack. Um, and being that for yourself as well. Um, be your biggest critic, but be your biggest fan as well. Yeah. Yeah. And to kind of like go off what both of you have said, you know, to kind of like name drop just some people that I kind of look to, to continue to like uh, motivate me as well as specifically like in the YouTube space. Um, you know, you look at guys like Jesse James West, who challenged himself to get a million subscribers like started from ground zero and built that, built his name, built his brand. And uh, to for him to do that within a year, I mean, was just absolutely insane to see him do it. And then another group that I, I look to and they just continue to amaze me with the things they do is um, the guys down in Houston with, you know, Christian Guzman, who created Alpha Elite, who just now opened Alpha Land. You know, he's got, he's friends with Charlie Coker, Max Tuning, like Russ Swole, like, all of those guys started brands from their apartments, you know, started drops very similar to like our first drops of like getting the box of t-shirts in and doing all that themselves and, you know, continuing to build the brand up day in and day out. I mean, it's just like, it's amazing to see how they've started so similarly, similar, similarly to us. Well, it's yeah, just, it's a big, it's a big deal to understand where, you are at in a certain situation and looking at other people maybe around you within your small circle or on social media. I think that the comparison game we've talked about before, you got to be careful with it, but in a certain aspect, 
some type of comparison is good. Like thinking about, you just mentioned, I mean, Christian Guzman, the things that he's been able to do is, is absolutely insane. If you, if you don't know, you know, what he's, he's accomplished with alpha land, you need to at least check out like one of his latest YouTube videos. It's, it's absolutely insane, but not that you need to compare that to yourself, but like, think about where he came from. Like you just said, sitting in your apartment with these box of t-shirts, putting them in bags and doing the labels yourself and all this stuff. Just think about where those kinds of people have taken themselves from year one to year two to year five to year 10. You have no idea where your small goal right now within the next three months could take you in one year, in two years, in five years, in 10 years. You have no idea. So whatever your goals are, make that plan, be consistent, keep pushing yourself. I was about to say, what is the one word that rings out to the situation? Consistency. Consistency. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's like the word of our, our podcast, you know, for the past year consistency. And, and it's true. Like, you can't be good at anything if you're not consistent at it, you know, and like even Michael Jordan, the best basketball player ever to live, who I compare everything to, he didn't just pick up the ball once and was great. It took consistency. Um, but I just did, did want to add one quick thing, like just having an accountability partner and stuff like you guys were talking about is huge. Cause like, I'll just take my life, for example, like right now in physical therapy school, I'm the only one in my program that does powerlifting out of 54 people. I'm the only person that does powerlifting. So, you know, I have all the, the Russ Swoles and the, the uh, Sean Mills, or I think his name is Wheeze and all those types of guys that you can watch that motivate the heck out of you. And that's awesome. You know, it's good and you can watch them. But at the same time, these people are almost like, you know, I'm not putting them on a pedestal, but they're almost like celebrities in a sort where you really only see them on TV. You know, I'm not going to text Wheeze and say, hey, come come hit a lift at EOS with me. You know, that's not how that works. And having someone like with you, like me, Jesse and Grant all lifting at Illinois College was something that was really good, really amazing. And now I don't have that here. So it's a big adjustment down here in Arizona. However, um, when you're at the gym, like maybe challenge, when we've talked about this in podcasts before, challenge yourself. Like if you see a guy that looks like he's hitting something powerlifting at the gym, you know, obviously don't annoy him in the middle of his lift and have him take out his headphones and stuff. Cause I'd be mad too. But if you see him like on the way out or on the way in, if you see someone just say, Hey, like I see you do powerlifting stuff. And I met a guy at the gym just by doing that. And he mostly lifts at night and he's, you know, he's got like five people he always goes with. So it's kind of hard to break into that circle, but there's other tools too. Like I'm in an Arizona powerlifting Facebook group chat and you can, some people post have been, I've been seeing people post goals right to that Facebook group. And there's just a community of like-minded people that are cheering you on. And I see people doing lifting meetups all the time. I'm on a tight schedule right now. I do want to meet up with people on there that go to the same gym, but you can use resources like Facebook groups to find people and find a community of like-minded individuals. Because like I said, you know, we could watch Russ Swole and these power lifters till we're blue in the face, but you don't have them right next to you as a friend, as a motivator, you know, and it's hard to find, especially like at my age being 23 years old. And some of you guys might be older. It's hard to just find a friend because you're not in a school with a thousand people that are just all interested in different things. So 
being on Facebook or, or just saying hi to and challenging yourself to talk to some people at the gym is a good way to find an accountability partner that you don't, if you don't have one, because that's really important. And I'm not saying you have to lift with them like every day and do something with them every day in the gym, but having someone to just share goals with is, is cool. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, having different, different ways of, of accountability is a big deal, whether it's yourself, your small circle, um, social media groups are, are certainly a big deal. Um, I've seen a lot of Facebook groups out there that are pretty successful and pushing each other and helping everybody achieve their goals, whether they're exactly the same or quite different. Um, the support is, is really the whole point. Um, and that comparison game, like understand on social media, there's goals that you want to achieve, want to achieve. Don't always get focused on the highlight reels of social media, because that is 90% of what people post on social media is the highlights, all the good things. Um, don't get discouraged by the, you know, some of the pitfalls and negative things that happen along your plan. Just stay consistent, keep pushing. And when you do find yourself in a hole, ask for help, um, reach out to the right people, whether it's a close friend, maybe somebody on social media will help you out. Um, reach out to us on STG fitness. That's pretty much one of the biggest reasons why we're doing what we're doing, um, is to help people achieve goals. And it may not necessarily be along the lines of faith and fitness, but if there's something that you want help with, um, and we can give some type of advice or encourage you to keep going on your plan, then reach out. Um, to eat, you know, to either to the stg.fit page or to one of us personally. Um, that's half the reason why we're doing this. So just keep pushing yourself, just keep going, be consistent. All game. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps things up for this week's episode of the STG Fitness Podcast. Um, thank you all for tuning in. If you made it this far, uh, we'll see you all back here next week on the STG Fitness Podcast. God bless.